Our love I tried to kindle. <laughs> So, what is it? So, what is it? So, what is it? The Red Wolf Podcast! Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of So What Is It? A Red Wolf Podcast. This week we've got together and we're going to be discussing Confidence and Paranoia, episode 5 of Series mm. 1. Yes, so mm. we're powering our way through Series 1 now. Obviously these shows aren't too long, six episodes in the series. Um, I've got with me here Matt, say hello Matt. Hello Matt. We've got Matty. Hello Matty. And as usual, the confusing member, Dan. I don't. Possibly the confused member as well. I don't know. Maybe both. I think we're all confused, to be honest. So how do we got on this week, guys? I'm going to start with Dan. Dan, how did you get on this week with uh, Confidence and Paranoia? Best episode of the season so far. Well, absolutely, absolutely loved it. The characters are the characters are really, really formed. I think they're all playing to their strengths. I thought it was uh, an absolutely brilliant cat episode. And I'll hear no word against it. Um, but... They're yeah, sufficiently, I felt to me like they were sufficiently confident now that they're bringing in those other characters in confidence and paranoia and using them as much as they're needed and no more. And it's still about Lister and Rimmer and the world that they live in. Absolutely loved it. I think you're right. I mean, confidence is quite a good word for the, the title, really, because I think there seems to be a growing confidence in this episode in places. And Matt, what did you think? I'm going to be really boring and actually say I, I pretty much agree with everything that Dan has just said. Well, it might not continue throughout the whole episode, um, but we'll see. Maybe it will. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was, It's. I think it's definitely the best one so far. Hang on, Matt. Is, is that a spot growing on your so-called face? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a quote from this show, Matt. No, it's okay. <laughs> well, because I watch it really intensely and try, try and make notes. As, as you know, I said that I hadn't watched this first time round, I, I think I came into it sort of after sort of series two or three, but I remember this episode. Mm. I've definitely seen this episode. There you go, it's come up on something. Right, yes. so let, let's go over to the Prince of Charisma, uh, Matty. What's that? I'll take that, I'll take that. I was being your confidence. Do you know what? Uh, oh, there we go. And no one tells the Prince of Charisma what to do, right? Well, I, I, I will echo what Dan and Matt said. <laughs> that, that, yeah, absolutely. I thought this was definitely by far the best episode of the series so far. Um, it, it was probably the first time where I was properly glued to the screen on this one. I absolutely loved this episode. I genuinely, yeah, it was one of those for the first time I've always thought, you know, I, I enjoyed that. And I'm looking forward to seeing the next episode next week. This one, I was like, I want to watch the next episode now. It was yeah. the first time where I felt like that. And um, yeah, absolutely loved every second of it. Story was great. Acting was a hell of a lot better on this one, I noticed as well. Yeah, really good episode. But as um, as the noob of our group, do you think that's because you're getting to know the characters for the first time and you're getting to, well, let's say, love them, I suppose? Is it because you're getting into the show now? Or do you think it was actually a better episode? Um, I think it was a bit of both. I think definitely I'm I'm starting to enjoy and I'm starting to appreciate the characters a lot more. Yeah, I think that's mainly yeah, I'm starting to really appreciate the character a lot more. 
Well, that's that's good news. That sounds like good news around. Um, I'm finding it hard to decide what my favourite episode is, but this is definitely was a, a good episode. Mm. I love the character of Confidence in particular. Made me laugh on quite a few occasions. <laughs> um, like I think it's my favourite cat moment so far of the series. With uh, when he was in the corridor, and he said, "I've had six eats. I've had six sleeps." Um, made things mine, and tomorrow S E X. I really laughed, and then he did his sort of song. He's going to say, "I'm going to see if I can have sex with something." Yeah, yeah. And he was doing his little songs with S C X. I'm going to find that's it. That's the one. Yeah. I did. I did go forward to that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the cat character, because Matty's previously said it's not his favourite. And I think he's still... Typical noob response. Well, mm. I still think he is settling in. And I think um, Dan just said he won't hear a word said against him. And I think <laughs> 80% of what the cat did was really good. And Dan, Becky didn't like the this is mine, this is mine moment, which we had a disagreement about because... This is mine, that's mine, all oh, this is mine. That's great. I've been waiting for that all series yeah and it's my thinking i was going to be in the next episode and there it was and so for me i was i was waiting for it so i enjoyed it even more but um no i'm afraid becky's wrong 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 absolutely brimming over with wrong ability Um, (laughs) that's that's okay she's allowed to be wrong she just needs to recognize that yeah but she did laugh a lot at the chicken moringa bit because as we've said before that's one of the things <laughs> that i've said ever since i've been into red dwarf if someone does something too slowly i say too slow chicken morango so as soon as the food dispenser said chicken morango she sort of like perked up like a meerkat and went hey chicken morango <laughs> so that's definitely one that's uh, seeped in for me right, so i anyway. felt cat was really relaxed in this episode in in waiting for god as much as the lot of that story centered around him it still felt some of it danny john george wasn't as relaxed into it whereas in mm. this he was being a, a, he was being a humanoid cat in the in in the most pure form that, that he'd been so far so again for me yeah. yeah yeah and i also think that on this one the cat had uh, the the reason I haven't really liked the cat so in the last episode was because I felt like there was no real purpose for him to be there. Whereas on this one, I felt like there was a purpose. I really felt like he was part of the story and necessary for the story this time. Um, do, do you? I, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, explain. I know. I just I, I felt I felt he was just in the way. Not when, in the way. He didn't prevent things happening but he was just around rather than being part of the story. I, I thought maybe he wasn't part of the story, but I thought it was a lot more necessary in the story. So I thought he was a lot more... It's hard to explain, really. He was a lot more entertaining in it. I think that episode without the cat would have been n- nothing, I think. He's sort of integrating a bit more, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, there's the integration. There. I think you definitely get the feeling, like I was saying earlier, that earlier episodes, it was probably... A bit, ner- maybe a bit nerves were coming through. Maybe it, it felt like this time before I was very nervous about it, and you could see not very comfortable. On this one, you felt you saw it was completely comfortable, and it was like there was no nerves or anything there. I think that's what I really liked about this one. Yeah, I definitely. think he was he was used where he needed to be. He, yeah. he, he there were funny interludes with the cat, and then the story. I mean, my favourite part, apart from the this is my bit, obviously. Uh, was you know Rimmer comes in, come you got to come quick, and he starts to get up, and he does oh, yeah, it twice. Yeah. It's a I just don't care, I'm cat. And yeah. then yeah, the story moved on. But yeah, when you got cat, you got you got gold. I'm saying. 
Ah, ah, too slow, chicken merengo. But trying to, to examine how the series is moving forward, we're not there yet, but obviously we are at the point, I think, where the cat is going to start changing because those things that he's doing, funny now, I don't think they're sustainable, are they? Do they does he get done? No, it's like... <laughs> when I used to watch it, I didn't remember the cat being quite so cat-like in terms of the real cat-like behavior that he has. I know that's, that, that sounds silly for a character that's called Cat to have cat-like behavior, but um, the kind of making things mine like and shiny things, you know, uh, you know, the food and the way he's just, that's what a cat does. Exactly, mm. but, but what, what I'm saying is maybe I'm getting ahead of the game here and thinking ahead too much, but, but that sort of joke, having the cat there just doing cat things, uh, it's not something you they can keep up all the time because they made the, it's mind joke and shiny things and licking the laundry and wanting to sleep and eat and sort of like, he, he does have to move forward from that. And I guess it? that's that's what happens, which we will explore in future uh, So uh, we'll, we'll stop it there then and, and wait until it does actually happen. Yeah, so um, so that's quite a lot of talk about the cat. Yes. Let's go to our perennial favourite, Holly. Matty, what do you think about Holly this week? Really liked Holly this week. Um, yeah, I, I, my One of my favourite lines, funny enough, was the the lowest form uh, is a man that works for the post office. Post office, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. <laughs> that one that really... Yeah, that, that one was Steady really funny. On. Steady <laughs> on, No, 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 I liked the, no, the bit that, um, again, also made me laugh, I like the Holly moment this one, was the, can you wipe all the Agatha Christie novels out of my brain? <laughs> and then, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an obvious joke, isn't it? But one that you sort of, it's, you want need the payoff for it. And yeah. It's, yeah know it's coming yeah you know, played well, it really really well i've never heard of her but yeah it's great. i mean I, I mean i burst out laughing when he was doing the emergency yeah. <laughs> there's an emergency <laughs> going on just that repeated joke yeah so that was funny so so yeah we had a lot of more interplay with with holly a bit more conversation anything for, about holly from you matt i like the holly emergency said in a in a bored voice and the about the man who works in the post office but we, we've covered those we have we have um, he had a good bit of interplay with rimmer didn't he? Where uh, you go, Holly put a trace on him. What's a trace? It's space jargon. No, it's not. You're just saying that to sound cool. He's, just, yeah. he's, he's still, you know, he's he's impartial and yet he doesn't like Rimmer. You know, I yeah. like it. Yeah. No, good. Another another good Holly episode. And again, he wasn't overplayed. You know, you've got enough Holly and, and, and then the story carries on. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But he felt like he felt like more part of the crew, I think, this week almost because he did interact a bit more and yeah. have conversations so so maybe they're just slipping i mean i was i was wondering this applies to a lot of things i had a chat with becky about it afterwards i don't know how the scripts were were written or they were tweaked as they went along because they found certain things that worked or whether all the scripts were written first and then they were tweaked i mean that's something i should probably look into before we start talking about it too much but it feels like it does feel like they're taking things and building on what's worked in recordings so far, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but that gives you that sense of, con of continuity, doesn't it, really? Oh, definitely. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of shows do do that, really, if there's different recording blocks or, and they've got time to go back to stuff. Things like Rimmer's salute were very prominent here. Yeah. Practising <laughs> the double salute and all that sort of thing working really well. But actually, I think, as we've talked about, there was more concentration on the cat and, and obviously quite a lot for Lister, this thing. I'm not sure there was as much for Rimmer this this time through but then he's got an episode coming up next week i believe so maybe this was his not so much to do episode 
there was a few things with Rimmer that I actually thought were really funny when they were talking about um, <laughs> Rimmer had joined the celibacy society <laughs> love, love and, and his mum buys his casual clothes. Yeah. What about Yvonne Magruder? That was a date. He also seems to be, um, towards the end, really bothered about Lister to the point of actually being quite nice and, you know, quite sort of caring about him. Yes, almost. I wonder if it's more of a, I don't want this other these other people around or not. I mean, yes. I suppose we can look at it in different ways, can't we? Mm. Absolutely. So while we're talking about Rimmer, Matty, what did you think of the cliffhanger? If it is indeed a cliffhanger. I, at didn't, the end of the show? I didn't think it really much as a cliffhanger. Because it ended with him um, obviously having two of two rim, um, yeah, yeah, two rimmers there. So yeah. the trouble's just started. So obviously, a couple of episodes ago, we had the chef's exam. You got very excited for the next episode, and then nothing happened. Thank you very much. Um, so what, do you, what do you think of this one? Well, <laughs> I, I thought that was just the ending joke. I didn't know that that goes on to the next episode. I thought that was just a joke they ended it on. Um, I, I'm guessing I'm wrong. Well, the next episode is called Me Squared. Right. Oh. Okay. I, I hadn't um, made the connection either. I just thought it was one of those endings. One yeah. of those one of those uh, sitcom endings where the next episode's going to have absolutely nothing to do with it. Well, so there you if, go. I've given the game so away. There we are. Yeah, so I mean, there we go. I say give the game away. You'd find out in the first sort of scene, I expect. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure I've given any spoilers, but yeah. So this one actually does carry on slightly. Oh. Okay. But, um, okay. But yeah, but overall, I don't think he had as much to do. Dan, what do you reckon about old Rimsey? Well, in terms of the, uh, in, in terms of that that end, I mean, they did they did invest in it. He spent the last scene and a half sort of saying, "I'm I'm warning you. I want you to remember that I yeah. told you not to do this." So it, there's there's quite a lot of setup for just that for just that one joke. But no, I mean, he, he had perhaps fewer lines. But again, I thought they none of them were wasted. I thought that the relationship again, that relationship with the other characters. You know, he's got you know developing i mean he's hostile to everyone isn't he really um you know clearly doesn't like the cat he instantly didn't like confidence or for that matter paranoia wonderful wonderful bit where he's trying to get the scutter to uh to, to stab him oh oh we haven't met stab him I, that was absolutely brilliant they played a couple of times in this episode on the fact that he can't touch he's got he can't lift so that's why he needed the scutters to do that that's why he needed uh that's why he needed cat to pick up lister when he was sick at the beginning Less Rimmer, but again, really, really good Rimmer. I keep coming back to my favourite episode of the series so far. You'll ask me at the end what bit I didn't like. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm going to ask you in a minute. Not at the end. Let's move on to that now, shall we? I, I can answer that. Go on then, man. Not ready. <laughs> Lister singing again. Ah, the Indling oh, song. No, 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 this is wrong because that's one of my favourite bits. The Indling song, isn't it? So the, you can't the say it's wrong. It's not just it. It's wrong. wrong. I like it. Just that. It's all the Indling. <laughs> Oh, I just can't get that song out of my head, the Indling song. <laughs> I try to kindle like fire lighting Twindled, now I wonder when this wind will ever stop Okay, and shows. <laughs> no, that's one of my favourite bits of the episode. And and obviously that's the whole point, isn't it? He's saying it's great and he's crap at singing. He is crap. Yeah, so um, I, I love the Indling song. All the Indling, I love all that stuff. Before you move on though, I do have to say <laughs> the fact of Rimmer doing Necrobics, exercises for the dead, I thought was brilliant as well. <laughs> Necrobics, yeah. <laughs> because they need them. Yeah. It's one of those little throw-in things, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely right, as you were. But yeah, going back to confidence, you know, 
And he goes, my love, it starts to kindle. <laughs> I, I, that's great. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's, go, let's go on to the, the bit we didn't like so much. As you already said, the singing bit for you, Matt. Everyone's discovered the old wrong. Wrong, wrong, absolutely brimming over with wrong ability. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what about you? Um, I, I can genuinely say I don't have uh, a bit that I disliked on this one. I did spot a blooper in this one. Ooh. One thing I spotted, and I had to rewind it a couple times to watch it back. So I don't know if it goes into that, but um, do you know the scene where Craig Giles is really unwell and he collapses on the floor? And then the cat comes up to him and sees him on the floor. You can see Craig Charles trying so hard not to laugh, and you can see his smile and his lips quivering a few times. Oh, I have to go back and look I at that. I have to watch that, because, yeah, you can see it. him trying so hard not to laugh. Yeah, well, there are smeg-outs for the uh, the series on the DVD, which hopefully we'll get together and have a little watch together just to enjoy. That sounds so wrong, smeg-out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all have a smeg-out. When, when Red Wolf was at its peak, all the smeg-out videos and stuff like that, yeah, it's a big thing. But, um, yeah, for me, for me I, I think there's a couple of things that, that, that they could have improved in the sense of pa- paranoia wasn't used that much no he wasn't he really wasn't now whether it's just a obviously you're still fitting it into a 25 30 minute episode all the stuff they're trying to do and i was actually quite surprised that it was nearly 15 minutes before confidence and paranoia even mm. turned up so so um setting it all up because it was set up pretty well but yeah paranoia didn't get loads to do which was sort of a shame i think isn't that a urine stain on the front of your trousers um and I don't know, I think it was a production thing, really. All the herrings raining, I felt as though that could have been achieved better. It, it didn't seem to be as funny as that could have been. You've got fish falling on you. Fish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are, buddy. ate them. I mean, there's fish. definitely a theme of fish running through. He's obsessed with fish. He, he writes fish on his exam paper. You know, there's the fish bit, there's the, those, those falling. But, um, yeah, it felt as though there could have been more of a joke in there somehow. Not quite sure how I haven't thought about that, but it, it wasn't as funny as I thought it could have been. I, I, for a couple of seconds, I thought, what's going on? Because obviously, um, List, it's to do with Lister being ill. <laughs> when the sort of the historical the man, mayor, the mayor, of the mayor exploded, <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> that was really that made me laugh out loud. That bit, yes. And it was good setup to get to get the um, the characters in. Obviously, so but Craig <laughs> Charles should not sing. Like fire lighting, dwindled. <laughs> Doesn't matter about the, the what the subject of the song. He should not sing. Stop. I find that offensive. <laughs> Might edit that out. He's triggered. Well, you can do that, but I'll keep saying it <laughs> every week. We still haven't got to his dancing yet. Series two. So, I mean, one one of the things that Becky first said to me when we started watching, she said, "How many jokes can you make about a man eating food slobbily?" Well, we got another one this week with a milkshake <laughs> coming out of his mouth, oh, I know. down his front, which was quite disgusting, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Dan, did I ask you what, what you felt didn't work about this week? Even though you I said was hoping to avoid it, uh, even though you said everything because was perfect. I mean, it's clearly not perfect, is it? It's because, a good episode because you forced me. Oh, look. Um, it finished too soon. It could have gone on, but I mean, no, genuinely. I mean, you're right that that paranoia wasn't wasn't used particularly much, uh, and, and and potentially there was there was more to do there. The other bit, if you like, the bit that was counterintuitive is it ends, uh, or the 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 jeopardy of the of the illness and confidence and paranoia ends, um, because despite the fact that confidence has destroyed the medicomputer, has murdered paranoia. 
he then kills himself in a feat of utter stupidity by taking off his helmet. He is so confident, so you could say it was in character, but I didn't didn't feel it. He's, he wants to stay alive. He wants, that's what germs and viruses do, wanted to stay alive and killed himself. Didn't, it's didn't, convenient it didn't to it. Quite, yeah, it was convenient. But no, um, other than that, I, I, I refuse to oh, yeah. I refuse to say anything against it other than that. You sort of start thinking, you sort of think, well, he could have got into some kind of fight with him or something for whatever reason, say, well, you're going to beat me because you're better than me, or I don't know. But yeah, it, it ended it and it just wrapped it up. And can I just ask as well, was um the conf- was Confidence's American accent that bad on purpose? Well, you sound like being back to the American quiz show host. It was cheesy. American. It was It was Dick Van Dyke levels. Of, of bad accent oh, that one it sounded american it sounds as good as some of ours when we do shows i, I mean that's not, to be a, that's not show, a high standard just... i mean <laughs> <laughs> dance, dance like better than some of the ones i've heard <laughs> he was kind of graham chapman as the game show host at the end of meaning of life that kind of yeah. put on are you cheesy early white teeth didn't he yeah mm. so so i and i share and the medallion and the, yeah. and the yeah, he was... I, I was very happy with the, the level of cheese there. I mean, we don't have any Americans in the room. I mean, what, one thing I love is I love the little cha-cha-cha on the side of the ship. Yes. <laughs> there was a bit of dancing there after all, wasn't there? But no, that was fine. That was okay. Because Craig Charles was not singing. That's why it was fine. <laughs> right, so we're developing themes. Me and the toaster for this series. Matt and the singer for this series. Uh, Massey hates the cat. Um, <laughs> Hate is a very Dan, strong word. Thank you very much. Dan loves and Dan loves everything. He's lost his critical capacities this week. I, I, I clearly do. I, I did think that confidence had one of my favourite lines as well. You know, ding ding, another great idea from the people who bought you beer milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice little line. But I loved all those little things, I and mean, we used a couple at the beginning with the Prince of Charisma and all that <laughs> sort of thing, and the, the Duke of what was it? The Duke of oh, I can't Duke of Deliciousness or something like that. Right, Duke of Deliciousness. So we had several of those, and there were quite a few. They must have had fun thinking those uh, things up, really. Um, right, other good lines in the show. Just I'm going to go through my notes here. What you guys think? I like the worst book. Is undoubtedly by football. It's a funny old game by Kevin Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. But obviously, another um, uh, reference, contemporary reference, which uh, I'm sure people will still get nowadays. I'm sure people of a certain age will definitely get yeah, it yeah. these days. Mm. But it's a slightly aging joke. Yeah, millennials will be like. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was a really good one. Um, any? What about you, Matthew? Any you picked out? I definitely felt maybe not for the comedy side, but definitely a line that I thought was very fitting today, and especially with the, the whole line where he said about the when he's talking about he's talking about confidence and paranoia, and he says you know that there's two people in your head. There's the confidence telling you how amazing you are and uh, you know how incredible you are, and then there's a paranoia that says you know you're going to screw this up. You're a terrible person. You're blah blah blah. And I think and definitely in today world that's more fitting than ever because i'm not gonna lie i heard that and i went you know what that's again that's quite deep that one but i not for the comedy side but i definitely yeah it was a line i really appreciate that one i mean i don't i don't think the show went into it as much as it did religion last week but obviously yeah mental health is an ever-growing sort of like area of understanding isn't it in Mm. our society absolutely uh, touches on it it didn't really touch on it in a massive way but it it did you know, have its moments. I liked it when Lister said, um, "Love, love makes us different from animals." And Rimmer said, "No, it doesn't. No, we don't use our tongues to, li- to clean our genitals." <laughs> <laughs> that was Rebecca's favourite joke. Oh. 
High five. High five to Rebecca. So she, I think she found at least two or three things funny this week. So like you, Matty, I think it's growing on her. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, very slowly. Like a fun joke. <laughs> um, th- there was another bad joke I've written down, but I can't remember what the joke is now. Dan, as you loved every joke, I'm sure you'll remember what it is. I've put solid bad joke. Solid hallucinations. Oh, yes. It, it's when Lister comes round and he's saying, you know, what happens? He's saying, your That's hallucinations right. were solid. And yeah. what? Let me put this another way. Yeah, your yeah. hallucinations, they were solid. Yes. Now, come on down. Agree with me. That, that didn't work as well as it should have done, right? I agree with you. I just want to say I was right all along. Hey, there we go. That's we, all. Uh, see, and I, I've got that, that down on my notes as something that I, that made me laugh. Wrong, wrong, absolutely brimming over with wrong ability. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that was okay. one of my lines that made me laugh, that one. Well, they, I mean, but remember, the dog Hannah made Matt laugh, so, you know. So no, we, sorry, that was funny. <laughs> Matt, is being, Matt is just being a noob. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I'll take that. We all like... We all like different things, which is great if these things do work. Now, one question I wanted to ask you guys. Now, this week, because of timing issues and that other stuff, I've only watched this episode once. Usually, usually I do a bit more. Um, so maybe I lost concentration. What was the purpose of the storm? Why was there a storm? Why were they going for a storm for 18 hours? Because um, they wanted to... Was it preventing them doing something? It was preventing them going outside and finding the, um, the to get the, the disc. Was that keeping keeping him ill for longer? Was that was that what was happening? No, it was it was the reason that they couldn't go outside. That's what but, I thought it was. Yeah, but it only lasted for five minutes showtime, so so what was happening? <laughs> I know what you're saying, but but I, I think maybe I did sort of get distracted for a second writing a note or something, but I had all the stuff with the storm and I, I couldn't remember why but maybe that's just me missing something but as you guys can't effectively answer the question i don't think they did much with it it it, it was a, an explanation for why they couldn't go outside immediately yeah but they was only it, that was only a problem because they wrote it a problem they could have not worried about the storm discovered that's where they were and gone out immediately and used those two minutes to do more with paranoia for example yeah. so yeah. It, it wasn't as it wasn't a big deal it was a device that's yes no I, that's why I thought when it started, but then I got to the end of it and I thought, hang on, what did that actually achieve? But like I said, it may have just been me, really. Probably. And yeah. did, did anyone notice as well, um, when they were outside, little clever thing they did was every time they jumped, they went in, they put in slow motion. That was a clever yeah. little old, old style effect that I like that. Well, very old style. <laughs> very yeah. 80s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I wrote down in the same scene, the BBC effect of blowing up. Um, yeah as well that was very young ones type explosion yes. <laughs> i love that <laughs> bbc which is great i mean some of my favorite programs are old bbc stuff so that but it felt quite comfortable familiar somehow <laughs> yes <laughs> you could just hear the bbc radiophonic um, workshop in the background <laughs> um so and obviously we get callbacks i mean i as we've talked about things uh, move on in sitcoms but there are callbacks to other things and obviously the personality discs are still hidden now have i have i forgotten something has that been mentioned since we had the the um, episode where rumor was kachansky uh, it's not been t- mentioned since no but clearly rumor rumor has clearly got the scutters to move them yeah but completely brought up for the purpose of this plot and maybe next week as well i suppose <laughs> because yeah we do always reset don't we Anything else uh, you guys want to mention at this stage? Matty, let's go back to you again. 
Yeah, the big thing I think definitely from one thing I thought about as well again was Rimmer was about the whole in the beginning I thought actually being quite caring and things, but then later on, as you see like suffering in bed and like really in pain, he's just there practicing his salute. And then I thought no then it really got me confused again. I thought, wait, does he does he actually care at this point or does he really could he not give? You know, it was yeah, it was something that I was more thinking about than anything else. One of the other things I was going to mention was the fact that he's consistently correct in this episode. True. Which I don't think is always the case going forward, is it really? Well, definitely not is the case for the episodes that we've seen when he thinks that he knows everything and clearly knows very little, mm. you know. But he's um, the one who jumps in and says there's symptoms of your disease rather than Holly doing it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was saying about you know he. Yeah, yeah. It was like he, him, really seeming to care this this time. But whether he cared or not, but just the fact that he worked it out, you know, and he's usually wrong about. Yeah, okay, I'll take, so. I'll, I'll take that. That could, so, could be certainly the right. So an, an early inconsistency, yeah. possibly. I mean, it doesn't matter a whole deal really, but it's just something I thought. Oh, he's correct about that. Mm. And he, he used the robots to still make it as uncomfortable as possible. The little scutters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're quite low. He cares more than the cat, but he doesn't mind Lister suffering. So long as Lister's still there, he doesn't want to lose Lister, but only because I think he derives quite so much pleasure from Lister suffering. If Mm. Lister died, well, who would he torment? Because Lister had the bit of, he'd keep them, you know, under outside the window just so he could laugh because they're under my nose. So he still wants to have that sort of snarky Mm -hmm. abuse of him. And also other characters of growth to a point, I think we have seen that Lister is a little bit of a romantic, but this is where we've got him watching a, a soppy yes. film and crying and talking about love is what keeps us going and all this sort of thing. So we're getting that human side of... And Lister. I thought, <laughs> when I, when watching what he was watching and listening to, three million years in the future, Jesus Christ, we've got problems. <laughs> Whatever it was, I mean, and it's obviously something they just put together very quickly. It just seemed to be photos with some soppy music and some really bad... Oh, darling, I've only got one hour to with, live. Yeah, with, with it. It. Is he watching? He, and the picture was a picture of palm trees. Yes! That's <laughs> the weirdest thing. Maybe it was set on Fiji. Yeah, my maybe. my question at the beginning is, uh, and, and and later on, he watches that film, and he's watching it in the drive room, and he's watching it in his bedroom. Why didn't he watch it in the cinema? Now, they've actually built a set for a cinema, because we saw the scutters in there watching film the other week. Why maybe it's on it a, a cinema? deck that's too far away. <laughs> now, again, these, these are things that we find out later on, but how big the ship is. Because I mean, we had this here about going down to the... The captain's quarters, the, or the, the officer's quarters, which hadn't been become <clears throat> yeah, contaminated, which sets off his illness in the first yeah. place. Yeah, mm. so we get a talk of the size of the ship, mm. um, although we don't see it. So, how far the cinema away is? I don't know. Why didn't he go? He's always going on, on his like little trite thing because it wasn't a standing trip. set, basically. But no, we start to get his romantic side, which I think is a is a thing that that does go through the series. I mean, obviously, it has come through this series, but. The series as a whole. And one last thing. Okay, one last thing, and then let's let's get to the end here because I think we're at that point, aren't we? So one last thing I want to mention is I really like the seventeen things on my daily goal list. <laughs> no, I said it was on last Thursday's daily goal list. Just tickled me a little bit. His daily goal lists, really. All right, that's my last point. Matt, what about you? Your last point. I I think I've actually said everything. Okay, uh, Dan. Two lovely little lines from Holly when for two occasions Rimmer's like what's going on Holly well they've all boarded the train and if you ask me they all did it 
and then later on, <laughs> what's going on? Well, Poirot's just assembled the one in the drawing room and we're only two pages away from also by the same author. So, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, the commitment yeah. to I'm going to reread all the Agatha Christie's. Yeah, brilliant. Excellent stuff, Matty. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't think there's much else I can say on this one. You could go, my love, it starts to dwindle. There we go, that makes that help. Just to be clear, I have no problem with the actual song. <laughs> it is purely... It's not a good song. Well, no, see, the thing is that um, when um, Paranoia is... Confidence. Confidence is singing, I, I thought that was, it was funny. It was just Craig Charles, his <laughs> vocal abilities are very questionable. I hope Craig isn't listening. That's all I can say. He's a performance poet. I mean, yeah, definitely. Anyway, on that note, I think we should uh, say our farewell. So, so well, some um, of us should anyway. So we'll, we'll go, we'll go, <laughs> go round, Dan. Say your farewell, Dan. Cheery bye. Very well, Matt. Adios. And so long, everyone. Thanks for all the fish. <laughs> <laughs> bye all. Windows, now a wonder, wish. Windows, ever, oh,